Welcome. This is the UXU Podcast. Welcome everybody at the first UXU Podcast. A couple of UX designers living in the center of the Netherlands, Utrecht. And uh, today we're going to talk about the dark side of UX. Uh, but first, let's do an introduction round. Uh, my name is Floor, UXer, and next to me, I'm Jasper. I'm also a UXer. Joey, UX designer. <laughs> That's a different. UXer is. Uh, I don't know what it's cooler. It's nothing. A UXer. I'm a UXer. UX strategist. UX, UX designer. Also, on on sounds, my LinkedIn. Sounds like skater. <laughs> I'm a skater. I'm a skater, bro. And and I'm Schuert, uh, also uh, a UXer. You're nice. a UX lead, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, as I said today, we're going to talk about the dark side of UX, um, which is also known as dark patterns, asshole designs, persuasive design, um, some sphere, sometimes very dark, sometimes a little bit dark or grayish, and I think that's, um, yeah, what we're going to talk about. So uh, yeah. first off, who wants to kick off the subject and... Uh, tell what they are doing at dark the dark side. Anyone who uses uses it at their work? For sure. Yeah, dark <laughs> dark patterns is uh, is part of a UX birthright. Uh, I would say it's uh, it's the, the persuading people to uh, to do something. I mean, making a button a nice uh, color and shape uh, is considered visual design, but then you're already yeah, um, yeah, persuading people to to click on it. So I think, in an essence, in some sense, every designer, um, yeah, deals with some sort of, yeah, dark design, and it's not black and white, right? Yeah. Well, I, I had a discussion about this at an event um, uh, with somebody who presented like uh, the, the heroes or villains, and who um, who are you as a designer? And I said, well, I, I've I use dark patterns, but I, I use them in like uh, behavioral um, applications for an e-health applications or something. And you want to persuade people to uh, move more or uh, exercise more or maybe uh, stop smoking or stuff. And yeah, I feel like sometimes I'm a bit of an asshole because I try to uh, manipulate people to uh, do new behavior or, or act in a new way. But yeah, it's for the benefit of somebody. So the discussion we had was, it's all about intent. If the goal is good, then you can use it. Yeah, that was the discussion. But it's what you said. It's a gray area. So it's not not as black and white. Like, is this dark or is it? Yeah, is it is it a white pattern or a gray pattern? What? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but uh, before we really deep dive into the subject, uh, is are there? No, no, that's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> but are there examples of like really dark? Sh- dark shit are there <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are there like, yeah like very much yeah i think the, the best example at the moment here in the in in, the, in europe are the the, the cookie um uh, cookie bars. Up, uh, the cookie bars and the va- and, and the stuff where, where you have to uh, consent to all the cookies i and yeah i think that's uh, booking.com <laughs> we all know booking.com we all know that one yeah what do what do they do again yeah it's about well booking.com um it's it's more like um the, the, the Five rooms left. Um, you are the. Uh, ju- you just missed this room. Make sure you get the best offer. Yeah. Um, it's full of dark patterns and um, 
I think that it's also a, a bit of lying, but I think Booking.com is a good example of dark patterns and um, using um, um, misinformation. Is that right? Yeah, misleading. Misleading. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Interesting is that uh, I think within and even even uh, in the uh, in the Dutch UX community, Booking.com is always ma- mentioned as the example of going a little bit too far. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, it's one of the biggest booking <laughs> websites still going strong. And yeah, it's interesting that that doesn't really have effect on them yet. Yeah, it works, right? Yeah. So, so, so there, there's um, you have persuasion and yeah. that, that works. Uh, uh, Hitler also had a great... Uh, uh, <laughs> Look how that went wrong. It's <laughs> 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 a great user base. Yeah. <laughs> he had a great power of persuasion, right? And that it, it, it and that, that don't me- makes yeah. it good. Yeah. Uh, that uh, I, yeah. I, I, I let yeah. me quickly uh, correct my uh, myself. But uh, but it's it's about um, yeah taking a responsible role, right? In in uh, yeah. in doing this. And uh, of course, we have to yeah we have to guide people. We have to uh, lead people in uh, in an interface or. Uh, a website or an app, and yeah, by guiding them, yeah, we 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 uh, we push them in a certain direction. So we're always, always in the gray area. I yeah, say. yeah. I, c- I can think of one other example is uh, uh, how I think it helped LinkedIn become bigger and bigger in the first years that they uh, launched as a platform. They had a a way of you to send invitations to all of your contacts. And it was like it was everyone was checked in your uh, in your contact list. Um, so a lot of people got spam, but I think a lot of people signed up for the tool as well. So I yeah, they still do. Uh, sometimes when I open my my LinkedIn app, then they ask me to uh, do you want to invite more people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all my contacts are loaded and and, and selected. And just there's just a button sent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you really have to be careful when you open the app that you okay. I don't want this. Yeah. 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 Well, that's even as a UX designer or UXer, I'm 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 using uh, Booking.com, so it's it's the best option there is. And, yeah. Um, so they can, can because they're through. a market leader. Yeah. Yeah. They are. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So I think that's 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 part of the success. Yeah. Any other examples of asshole designs? Oof. Um. I would say every every site uh, that that optimizes is um, uh, yes yeah, optimizing for for conversion. Yeah. Um, also sites that we use a lot like Amazon.com. These are sites that um, yeah it, it doesn't look like there's a lot of persuasion going on. It's straightforward. You see an article, there's a button, but it's 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 user tested through the roof yeah and and you basically you don't see it but it's um um yeah they they just make you buy stuff yeah. uh and, and and that's even the the dangerous part as well right it's it's the psychology behind it you also had yeah. some examples about that right jasper yeah well well it's also about the <laughs> I I it, I think for me it's the question: Are you helping people to achieve their goal, or are you pushing them in the direction you want them pushed? Oh, yeah. And that's that's a big thing. And yeah, well, you, you see it in in uh, like charity uh, uh, stuff. I had an example in the presentation uh, we we did uh, was about UNICEF, which uses like the direction of children looking at the donation button. Yeah. 
Well, it's been proven that where babies are looking, your eyes are pulled there. So so if they're looking at you, you're looking in the eyes of the baby. But if if they're looking at a button, then your gaze is directed to the button. So, yeah, that that's tough. That's known. And that's even something that some that some uh, project managers or, or business owners want because they know that it works. Yeah. So that's for the designer a big thing to be weary about. Or, yeah. There also was this trend about bad copy of, or asshole copy or that, for instance, you got a pop-up or, or a mail, like, do you want 15% discount? And then you could do sure. Yeah. Or you could say, like, no, I don't like cool clothing yeah, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Like, yeah. <laughs> like what? Yeah. <laughs> Cancel would do, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. or, or, or I, don't, I don't want discount or stuff like that. I don't yeah. like yeah. discounts. No, I'm a loser, so <laughs> yeah. but I have to choose it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, maybe it's interesting to 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 because of course it's our first topic, uh, our first podcast, and our first topic. Uh, so we don't have any visitors who knows what we're going to do. Even we don't really know what we're going to do. Uh, we, uh, I've prepared a couple of um, how do you call sentences, Stellingen um, statements. Statements. Thank you. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll kick off with one, um, which is large tech firms. We already talked about Amazon, which called Facebook, uh, Google. Um, they can do it, so they can really push their limits because of their leader or their their dominant role in markets. Um, anybody agrees on it? Well, well, I don't think they can do it, but they do it. Yeah, and I think, well, we as designers know they're. There are dark patterns, but I think uh, most people don't even know that these patterns exist or mm-hmm. that they use them. So, yeah, they just use them, mm-hmm. and they work for for most people because they don't know they're being manipulated, or if you call it manipulated, but they're, they're being directed into a direction or yeah, being directed to use the app for longer periods of time. And I think most of them do it because also. Most of the big tech firms are also uh, on the stock market and they have like a lot of uh, shareholders and they want to see uh, uh, nice uh, figures. So yeah. people spending more time in an app or people uh, logging in more often or being online more or having more users are like big metrics for those yeah, companies. Yeah, their KPIs are more focused on making money. Instead yeah, or, or maybe users like Uber is a, is a great design. It's going to break records on their... Uh, I don't know if they have already uh, gone into the stock market, but they're about to. Yeah, They're going to break records, but they haven't made any money yet, yeah. and they're making big losses. And that's the thing with a lot of big tech companies now. It's it's not even about the money or about the profits. It's about having the, the good numbers, the, the good uh, user base and the big usage time uh, spent on the app yeah 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 those are the metrics that that now um are being um used for for measuring success yeah yeah and i have also the power that when something goes wrong yes there's some bad press but they also have the the legal bandwidth and power to um to correct it yeah and some some things are not even coming to light (coughs) and the things that do they just, yeah, they, they just uh, get, get bought off and they, they, they can continue. Yeah. It, it's, 
yeah, those things won't hurt those companies. No. And uh, yeah, sometimes they just try things to 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 um, be successful, right? To their yeah. shareholders or, or their team. And yeah, yeah. it's also what you said earlier, like Amazon, who is who is like uh, testing the crap out of their website and A/B testing or even uh, A to Z testing. And yeah. I think they're discovering dark patterns also by accident. They, they just measure which thing works best. and Brilliant the thing behavior, plural, yeah. click-through rates and it's stuff e like that. It's even so that a couple of companies use uh, AI to just test and use the stuff that has been tested for, uh, for success. And yeah. I think that's also a thing that they even discover patterns that we aren't even aware about yet. And even uh, we as UX designers um, are... UXers. UXers, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> even we as UXers are... Um, I, I, I spoke to an um, UXer who worked um, at Booking.com, surprisingly. But um, he was just responsible for one part of the website, uh, one page, to make it the best um, conversion, uh, make the best conversion... Yeah, version of, of that page. element that on that page flow. yeah that yeah. part of the flow so that's also ux mm -hmm. and that's he was also calling himself a ux designer or uxer or yeah conversion specialist conversion specialist yeah, yeah and it, i think you can make a lot of money uh, in in that role <laughs> a lot of people a lot of companies are looking for that types of of of, of positions or roles yeah even specialists yeah yeah okay i'd like to ask one thing in between yeah where's rico where is he I don't know. And yeah, I believe in Den Haag. We're we're, mi we're missing a, f a fifth fifth element. Fifth, <laughs> fifth <laughs> member. Fifth member. Yes. That's what. Uh, if you're a fan of Metallica, you're called the fifth member. So <laughs> yeah. maybe not that word, but <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, he will be there on the second podcast. We'll we'll never know. Yeah, we'll never. Maybe know, he maybe. will make it this one. He's on his way. Yeah. Maybe he'll he'll get a place in the credits or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah true. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and there's also like nitty nitty gritty evil design, like uh, what what Facebook and Instagram uh, or Facebook is doing on Instagram and on f Facebook by using the the little red dots. Yeah, the yeah. little red dots. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They place them on new features, so people want to remove the notifications and mm -hmm. click on them. I think everybody who's not a UX designer or a designer or doing anything. In the digital part would say it uh, doesn't matter it's, it's no problem but yeah. we know that people click on it um so yeah, the, the, the color also is it's it's so annoying like the the red we we, we know that from a notification from your mail right it's yeah. important you need to read it but then when you clicked on that new feature where where nothing is happening you would do it once you feel a little bit deceived like like but they could also choose to make it a different color right? what's your opinion on that a different color for the yeah for, the for red maybe dot. yeah maybe like light blue or you, you, they also have done those accessibility settings like Spotify in their yeah. in their tab bar yeah. a little dot from the for the where the active tab is I think those things are brilliant yeah and and those you can use dots oh. in a good way I think yeah well, I think it's a it's, it's a good way to use the the red dots for a new message or something that has some purpose for you as as a user but um, you can it's it's also used for um, Oh, and on Instagram, you have like the, the red dot on the television at the right top. It, whatever you do, you cannot make it disappear. It's just to make you yeah, click on it. So that's, that's 
That's annoying. What, what, tel what TV do you have? Yeah, the, <laughs> I, uh, Insta IGTV. Instagram? IGTV. That's the one. Maybe to, to say that it's a new feature, but you can't make it disappear. And yeah. it was the same on the, on the video app in the first couple of months of, yeah. uh, of the video app of Facebook, yeah. where they added the red button, you couldn't make it disappear. No. Do, Probably we, do, we they do we get comments below our podcast? Of course we get them. Like, like, I, sure I would yet. like to know, like, <laughs> what, do you, what, do you, what do you folks think about those, those dots and do you have any alternatives? How, how a company or how an app could, yeah. could message like that, that there's something new Good and, one. and still achieve their goal without annoying annoying the hell out of people like us probably they run a test tried it with a blue button uh, <laughs> the, the numbers well you have the blue bu uh, bullets on uh, facebook they yeah. have uh, d when when it's like a feed that has to load or or uh, on, on the tabs on the side yeah on the on the desktop version oh, maybe make it custom so i can choose my own color yeah, yeah. <laughs> well I, it's it's the same thing it, it the thing is it works so yeah, it works. Yeah, we find it annoying as designers. I don't know if, if everybody finds it annoying. I know people who, if you go to the home screen of their phones, you see only red bullets or red red dots with yeah. numbers in it, and yeah. they don't get the feeling to open everything. I yeah. I hate the red bullets, and I want them gone every time, so I spend a lot of time opening apps and closing them. But yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it's also there, personal. And there are movements like the the one that we talked about before uh, before we start recording about uh, the guy from formerly designer of, of Google Tristan Harris who started a movement like time well spent yep. saying mm -hmm. that people that like the the big apps like Facebook Instagram is all is designed to keep people keep on using it get the, the I think that this is the biggest metric of those platforms is time spent on the app right it's yeah, just the well, market share providing dividing 24 hours between the big platforms it's the driving force behind the endless scrolling of the videos yeah. and stuff and now even the new Instagram um, uh, design uh, if you go to a person's page and you opened a post yeah. then you had to close the post and then open the next one and now in the new design it has an endless scroll in it yeah so you just keep scrolling and keep keep watching discovering new ads. Keep, yeah. keep <laughs> yeah, new ads or new posts. Yeah. But but for me, I I the first time I saw it, I was like a relief for me because it, it removed the click for me to to open yeah. like the first or the second or the, and and uh, yeah. At the same time, I'm like, okay, they want me to spend more time on the app. So you you know the pattern, but on the other side, yeah, I, I use it. So yeah, yeah. And for a lot of like normal companies, uh, this of course isn't really the case. Uh, in in terms of you don't have to make sure there's not a question of oh shit a lot of people are using our app too much um, <laughs> I think it's it's only for the few um, but it's yeah it's there's also this um, movement started with uh, screen time and, and and those features that might even go away again I, I read but yeah um, isn't it just image uh, yeah maybe I like like but it is interesting that uh, a lot of business goals is to have uh, as much time time spent in your application as possible. Yeah, and then there's also movement in hey, we have to be more conscious about our digital well-being, and we need to minimize the time uh, on our um, uh, yeah in our on our digital uh, devices. Yeah, it's a little bit con yeah contradicted. How, what's the word? Con Contradictory. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, what do you think, guys? Uh, d will it will it 
become more darker? Are we going to? Is it just in its in its infancy? And is is it still like very unpolished? And um, does behavior design patterns will emerge and become more evil? Yeah, I don't I don't even think that it's on purpose. Every time. It, it, we are discovering more about the brain every minute, so we, we don't even know that much about the human brain and the inner workings of it. So uh -huh. I think as we learn more about how our brain works, we will discover more patterns and maybe things that we are already doing, but we don't even know that they're uh, manipulating or they're working on some kind of bi biological yeah, pattern or something. There are, there's a trend coming or, or not even trend it's already used like data-driven ux right yeah uh, fact-based ux yeah and, and, <laughs> and 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 it's moving towards um yeah deep learning where where an application or, or system could learn user behavior uh, per individual and then customize the user experience based on the individual and then yeah um, the system displays a ui that yeah, the, the constraints have been designed, yeah. but the actual uh, display could could differ per person. Yeah. And then for the sake of yeah, a better UX or a better business metric. <laughs> yeah. 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 Interesting if these tools will will have give you as a as a company like the the how do you say the knobs where you can turn on uh, and how far you will go, or is it just based on click through rates? What most of the times is with these type of platforms right yeah I, I, I don't know i think that <laughs> that's where the that's where the yeah the, the um the responsibility lies yeah of, of, of companies and it's still now it's manual right so the designer mm -hmm. can make the decision to make the button big or small or use a certain copy uh, line but yeah when it becomes automated there's still constraints in there yeah. and if you it's same with robotics or ai right mm -hmm. there there are always limits and and we need just need to be conscious, conscious, or else there will be regulation in the end, right? Yeah. If we don't, if we're not careful, then Especially something like GDPR the comes on dark patterns. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that's the, that's also a big question: Are designers becoming more ethical in a way? And uh, is there a machine behind the buttons? If there's a machine behind it, then it will have to learn. And in the beginning, it will be more data-driven or more factual driven yeah and yeah those machines don't have the ethical uh reasoning that that we use mm. as a person but also there are designers who just don't care and just use the patterns because they work and other designers are more ethical conscious and they won't do it so yeah if if a business owner or or someone wants it happens then if you yep. don't do it the other designer will so yeah that's also a big thing that the ethics have to be maybe even in, in incorporated in in like a, like an organizational uh, code or, or like Spotify does with the yeah. they have this this these rules of 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 where, what they won't do or what they do yeah in terms of ethics yeah I think more and more companies even the bigger companies will use that we all know the the examples of Facebook where where a lot of Th bad things happened with with personal data and stuff, and, mm. and yeah, they will have new rules about it, and they will have regulation within the company to do some things or don't. And they do don't things. have to oblige to the GDPR, the EU uh, 
uh, European laws. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, next topic. Uh, we cannot draw an exact line between light and light and dark patterns. Light and dark. Light and dark. Dark. What is a light pattern? What is a light pattern? That's that's a good question. We're only talking about dark patterns, but what is a? Can you give me an example of a light pattern? <laughs> a light pattern, yeah. socially accepted pattern. Yeah, it's, it's accessibility. Yeah. Thing. Accessibility. Yeah, is that yeah. patterns? Yeah. Yeah. It's stuff that you do to make it more accessible. It's light. There's no. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's for the yeah. good. Feels good for the greater good. It's a bit boring, but still. It's yeah, you have the new trend of more um, uh, inclusive design, where you also uh, design for like people with disabilities or with uh, with uh, you know, trouble reading or stuff like that. I think those are good patterns that are being used to yeah. to to help people. Uh, use the applications that they want to use. Well, what's the what's the difference between inclusive design and accessibility? Uh, it's just a new. It's it's just coined. It's just the hip. Well, inclusive design point, also right? is uh, is is like a, a, a co-design or a co co-creation term to also include the people with disabilities or stuff to to uh, right, to help. Also, because accessibility process. has a little bit of a boring image, and then we called it inclusiveness, and now it's. I think accessibility is also is also more a hygiene rule nowadays. Like like every website has some accessibility uh, uh, joie de vivre about them, or they, they have to add that. Bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but include like a good example is it's it's not digital, but it's the uh, Microsoft. They made uh, Xbox uh, controller for people without hands. Yeah, and they also made the packaging. Uh, available for people without hands to open it, yeah. so they went all all in on it, and that that's for me, yeah, an example of inclusive design where you take a group of people who normally don't have access to it, yeah, and you give them access. Well, then it's like like a, a light pattern is um, is um, uh, uh, you how do you say it? It's it depends on the on the end user, or on the goal, or or on the goal. I think that's what somebody already mentioned. So it's the same, it's the same stuff that we use. It's the same design patterns, but yeah. it's the way you use it. Do you use it for making stuff more accessible for people who have problem uh, with have no hands or ha cannot read, or do you use it to like let them um, use the app the whole day and do don't do anything else? So. But in, in the example of the Xbox controller, I think people with hands have trouble using that product. So yeah. that's also yeah. <laughs> <laughs> inaccessible for people who, who, who do have the ability to. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think that you, you, you used a phrase in the, in, the, in the beginning of this podcast where you said uh, that if design is used to, to help people accomplish a certain task or to help yeah gain certain profits that, yeah. that 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 is the, the the fine line and of course there can be a mixture of, of things because if a designer helps me to purchase an item that i really want i'm helped and also the company yeah gain gain some money of that but i think that there's something there that um that is interesting <laughs> yeah but <the> <laughs> <laughs> 
I, tr I tried to keep short <laughs> behind the microphone. <laughs> and now he thinks I'm uh, he's hitting on him. Don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. look at me. I wink too much. Um, so, sure, you're saying that we're all here to make money. Uh, ah, that's a little bit of a simple conclusion, but uh, are, it, it, are ethics great, but are we here just here to make money? Um, yeah, I, I believe that, um, yeah, in the end, 99% of our interfaces are uh, with a commercial purpose. Yeah. Uh, of course, there are non-profits and there, 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 there are fantastic things out there like Xbox controller for people with no hands. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to game against those people then I finally make a chance. <laughs> But um, no, I think that um, yeah, most, most of it is for, is for commercial gain and, and that's also where the where the danger lies, right? There's there's greed, there's it's a powerful tool and, and yeah, we also use this in our meetup with, with great power comes great responsibility, right? So we have the the the, the, the means necessary to to influence people. And um, yeah, if we if we do that in a good way, uh, if we do our work properly then we yeah then we can make uh, make some money. So shouldn't there be uh, because it's all translated into into KPIs, which we measure, right? That's what we talked about earlier. So it's data where we look to. So we look at click-through rates, how many people uh, use design pattern A in, in compared to B. Yep. So maybe it's an idea that you have to introduce, as a UX designer, other KPIs to get balance right. I don't know what KPIs yeah. it should be. but Yeah, yeah. money should never be the a goal for a, for a UX designer to, to work for. There There, of course, there are like purchase orders or those kinds of conversion. things if you work in e-commerce or conversion. Yeah. But I think that it's always good to have uh, yeah, user KPIs. We have uh, the smart framework and things like that yeah. for the heart. Yeah. Uh, um, and uh, yeah, things like sat satisfaction scores or time to complete a task yeah. are things that are, that are very good for that. Yeah, so that, that brings a little bit of light into the... The dark world. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, as, as I said earlier, I think it's all about intent. Uh, if, you, if you use patterns uh, the way to maximize profit or to uh, uh, to manipulate people into doing something, then it's then it becomes a dark pattern. So I think in one application it can be a light pattern, but in the other one it can be a dark pattern. It's just yep. also what's the purpose behind the pattern that you're using. Yeah. Yeah, I was also thinking about the effort that teams uh, put in and designing the onboarding or the registration flow or the order order stuff it's the the way in and uh, it's the, the roach motel concept of of not taking too much effort and time in removing the account or deleting your stuff and yeah. of course in the EU now with the GDPR I think a lot of apps and sites added the remove account button over the option before maybe it wasn't even there um yeah yeah i i really hate when applications don't have a removal button because yeah in, in my search for like a project management tool or task tool i i subscribe to a lot of uh apps and and new apps and and existing apps and a couple of them I still have accounts on, but I just I, I just couldn't you delete couldn't it. it. I couldn't remove <laughs> it, even not with the with the customer help or the, the, the you have to send an email and then they have to remove it uh, from the back end and it's like yeah just it's weird, add a right? delete button because 
I have a couple of tools that I really like uh, in interface-wise, even with new versions, but I just don't use them anymore because I can't remove my account. Yeah. And that was a horrible experience, so <laughs> I, I won't come back to them. Yeah. Have right. you seen that movie, Joey, from uh, how to remove your um, Amazon uh, account? Yeah, it's quite a, <laughs> a hard way to get out. It's like the, the escalators the in stores, right? Like um, it only goes up and find your way out, just buy our stuff. Exactly, and then, yeah. Yeah, it's quite difficult to remove your account. Um, maybe we can uh, post a link to the video or something. Uh, we'll shoot, we'll comments. put it in the show notes. Yeah. Oh, that sounds professional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, damn it. <laughs> you were able to say that. Yeah. Welcome notes. to the professional show notes. show notes. Yes, that's what it's called. Yeah, so... All right. Where's Rico? The next statement <laughs> there. Yeah, the next statement. <laughs> that was the input of Rico. Yeah, what was? <laughs> no, exactly. Uh, do you guys think that in, in, when we're talking about dark patterns and it sounds super negative, and uh, some 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 designers or some companies go a little bit too far, do you think there will be rules or legislation uh, in the end? Uh, I, don't, I don't think, um, and we see it with the GDPR as well, that it's not on the practical level, so it's it's on a legal level, so yeah. there's a lot of interpretation and um, stuff you can even do. I think even with the example of removing, I think I don't think there's not written down that you have to do it, uh, design it a way that it's easy to do. You can just, if you organize it the way, I think even the example that you mentioned that you really have to call a company, please remove my account, that's right. That's fine. So I think it's it's difficult to put it really in 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 laws and rules and regulations. It's more about good behavior and yeah. responsibility. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing that that I hope for that will happen. And I, there are a couple of initiatives on it. I, I don't have the exact details of it, but just like the Agile manifesto that was posted, like to work in a different way in projects or in software. Yeah. I, I hope that the design community will come with its own kind of code of conduct or, or their, their a manifesto of um, of ethics. Yeah, that could be something interesting, like like lawyers do or nurses or doctors yeah. Have, have, have a set would of you, Would you uh, sign it? <laughs> would you take an oath? <laughs> yeah, I would, I would. Depending on what we are going to write in it. But, uh, yeah, that yeah. depends on like like the the agile manifesto. Is, is, it's it's an easy example to say, but but it's being misinterpreted in a lot of ways and it's being misused in a lot of ways. So so it has to be something that's that you can use in your or, or adapt to your own, but also gives like it's also about the um, that everybody has to uh, have it on their 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 uh, compass or they they have to. Think about be top, in my, top of mind. Has to be top of mind. Yeah, everybody, yeah, everybody is responsible. Yeah, like and I think as a as a UX designer, you are a UXer. Or as a UXer, <laughs> you are responsible for. I, mean, I don't know if you're responsible, but you are the one or one of the. It's one of the roles within an organization who's really like touching the way that it's happening, because you're designing the interface, designing how it works so that's the part where it becomes like very where where some vague visions become very concrete um so yeah would be would be good if it's if it's stuff like doing the right thing or or mm -hmm. like not not hurting people like spotify says yep. we don't want to design things that hurt people but i would sign it right away 
And, and also know that there is nothing bulletproof. There are evil no. lawyers and there are evil doctors and, and yeah, they, they, they have an oath or they have something and, yeah. and they, they still behave in it. But if you have enough people who at least have it top of mind or are thinking about the ethics or thinking about their responsibility, then I think it's a good way. And, and I, as we said earlier, I don't, it's not black and white, so it's not like you can't use this pattern or you can't use that pattern. It's also, yeah, it it's depend, depends on multiple factors. Yes, uh, some good examples. So imagine that, like the, the heuristic uh, e evaluation from, uh, yeah. from, from, uh, from Nielsen and Norman Nielsen, yeah, um, imagine sponsor us. Uh, exactly, <laughs> they they don't sponsor us yet. Um, <laughs> so imagine imagine that um, yeah, let's say um, responsible design or however we want to call it, white design, <laughs> light design, <laughs> white design. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> even know. Yeah, yeah, there, there we go. Um, that that is part of one of your your, your things to um, to review a design on, for instance, uh, amongst all the other things that you're. Uh, yeah, looking at. it could be part of a heuristic evaluation or an expert review. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. And then, then it becomes a little bit more inclusive. Ooh. Inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, if UX designers or UXers, oh my God, this is going to be horrible, <laughs> are the only ones who are, because it's, it's more, I think, the, it will be become a more of a discussion against the business people because... Most of the times we get our KPIs from the business people or the product managers uh, because they have to deliver the numbers. They have to make sure that their product is going, it's going up. So yeah, the, 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 the hard part is that... You don't want to be the, the difficult guy or exactly. girl. Exactly. The, the, the uh, it's, it's the, the, they want fast profit, right? They want yeah. the results quickly yeah. and therefore dark patterns are amazing to get something done quickly. But, uh, yeah, if you do something more sustainable in a transparent way that is more human-friendly... It will influence it, the numbers, right? Yeah, but in the end, it will, it will pay off. Yeah, that's true. And in the end, it will, it will, um, people will like it. But it's, it takes some time. And, do, do, do anyone and of you have, have, made, uh, have had a discussion within a team about, like, okay, we cannot do this this way, or...? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going home. Thank you. <laughs> it, it's about, um, um, I think, a, a, a product manager and a, and a UXer yeah. should should always have uh, discussions and, and even a little bit constructive tension. Uh, like it's, it's sparring like business value against user value and even uh, tech depth or technical value from a dev lead could be involved as well. Yeah. And I think that discussion is necessary to make a good product. But also an, an ethical discussion or? Not, not really ethical discussions, mm -hmm. but, but um, yeah, go for, for, for the, f the feature or the conversion or go for uh, user value or satisfaction yeah. Yeah. Uh, that may pay off later. And yeah. uh, then often, yeah, uh, it's hard to make that point to... to uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, in the end, uh, it's ne it's necessary. Yeah. We have to take our stand. Very good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but if you have like like a bit of, of your own values or your own uh, ethical uh, uh, values top of mind, then as a designer, you you maybe don't even design those patterns into your in your project, and you don't even the, the client or the project manager or someone doesn't even see that there are those kinds of patterns. I think. 
that's something with us we have had come uh, have clients that ask for certain type of dark patterns or patterns that are not as we think is ethically appropriate in that that kind of context and then you're like well maybe you shouldn't do that but you bring alternatives to the table that are more human friendly or more yeah yeah fitting on in the situation so yeah yeah it's uh, it's uh, in, in that way it's it's part of your responsibility as a ux designer to also make like the the executives or the, the managers or everybody um uh be, yeah, beware or, or how you aware of uh the ethics in design yeah. we have to persuade them in using <laughs> better, better, yeah. better it's it's, it's advocacy right it's, it's a, one, one of one of the big roles of a ux within a company is not only to design but also to advocate yeah uh, the, the value of design yeah, and it's more than just drawing yeah uh, and if you look device. at yeah the more um the successful companies of the of the of the last couple of years they're all design and technology driven yeah and, and uh design has a seat at the table so it's also you can always point out yet yeah, yeah those companies uh they've done it right there are there are tons of examples uh out there uh, we'll put some in the show notes <laughs> <laughs> will be long show notes yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah in the end it's 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 good for your, for business i've read something design is good for business man yeah that's good huh? <laughs> it's it's an it, it has a, there was a research from mckinsey that showed the the, the uh, yeah, return of int- of the the roi on uh, on design yeah the business case of of, of designing the business case design yeah. yeah and it was like uh, Design-driven companies are uh, um, uh, twice as, as more profitable or more successful as their peers in uh, in their in, in their industry. So, wondering yeah. how they calculated that one, but it sounds good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> big report. We'll, we'll also put it in the show notes, oh maybe. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> we hope to find a, a show lot of show notes. notes. All right. Yeah, I think this uh, this is about it. Um, we hope next, you like it. Do we know what we the fun. next topic will be? Yeah, well, I like the topic about UX um, in the boardroom, as you mentioned. So uh, maybe that's one, or we will decide to do something else. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll, right. we'll be back. I think we had fun, so. and hope to see you soon at our uh, at our next meetup. Yeah, and you have to uh, get the answer about the, the red dot, right? The, the yeah, thingy. that will yeah. be uh, will be great. Or or any uh, suggestions on uh, a code of conduct for designers? Good or one as well. Let, yeah. let, let us know. Uh, Let's check. See what uh, um, check uxu.design for any information about our meetup group and see you next time. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you guys. Bye.